Welcome back to the Iced Coffee Hour. I'm Shelby Church. And so far, the podcast has made 250000 That's actually a really good Very guess. Very close. Yeah. Uh, 199 Yeah. Oh, nice. was it, I almost 199 Yeah, we were trying to throw you yeah. off. Okay, yeah. Had yeah. you said two, you would have been the closest so far of anybody uh, yeah. ever. Really? Off okay, by 1000 well, It's almost cheating because I watched an episode, or I listened to one in the car not long ago, so I knew it would be around that range. <laughs> Great guess. Bad. Which episode do you watch? I don't remember. Because I'll like click on them if I'm on like a road trip kind of thing. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> like, like, ah. I swear I did. Be like, ah, it's not <laughs> It was my last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Just make it small talk. <laughs> so oh, I listened to the tech lead one. Oh, oh I was like, man, the drama. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. I don't know if we get right into the juicy drama with with tech lead right now, or maybe you should introduce yourself for a second. How about you introduce yourself and then we'll talk about what happened with tech lead. We'll keep everyone on their toes. Okay. Well, I'm Shelby Church. I'm a YouTuber. I make all kinds of videos. Don't really ever stick to any specific niche. So everything from like sometimes real estate stuff. I have an Airbnb in Palm Springs. So videos about home renovations, um, travel. All that. But yeah, I do YouTube and have an Airbnb. And also, you two have had a long-lasting relationship uh, of you reacting to her videos and starting some drama because he would... So you had okay, a gripe with Graham because Graham would make a li- sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you make more off my videos than I make on my. Videos. I know, and I feel terrible. I do feel you? so bad. Do I you do. feel? Ca- I, do. I don't know about that, Graham, because you keep. I've linked Shel. First of all, Shelby's name. Your name, talking like you're not here. Your name is in every single one of my titles. Your uh, every single time, like go and subscribe to Shelby Church. <laughs> the link is in the description. It's at the very top. Every single time, I do feel bad. It's because, all good. Yeah, it's really a YouTube thing. It's not like you're somehow able to like choose that but it's just crazy because i'm like oh i put so much work into it but i know and that's one of the things when i watch your videos every single time i compliment them because i'm like the amount of b-roll that you do in for every video is is mind-blowing of just how much planning goes into these videos and how much Mm. research you did like i loved the uh, the 3d printed home tour video you did that was a great video was really good we should react to it we should react. To that. <laughs> they wouldn't tell me how much that cost, though. And I really wanted to know. I feel like it'd be a lot. Yeah, I think so. Because they were building it not as like, this is what you could have, really. It was more of like a showcase of like, this is the nicest one. They got a really good architect in Texas to make mm-hmm. it. So they were trying to make it like, almost like their Model S, mm-hmm. you know? And then they'll have Model 3s that they'll like roll out. Oh, so you, that it. makes sense. You toured a 3D printed house. So they actually yeah. had like this weird crane looking thing that could like lay whatever it material like it was. Yeah, it looked yeah. like toothpaste and, and it created cool. an actual house. Yeah, it's a mix of concrete and something else. So they call it lava crete. Mm-hmm. And they're making like, I forget what they even call it. It's like a Martian habitat thing at a NASA center. They're doing all kinds of stuff, like not just houses. It's crazy. And do you think that that there's actually like sustainability in that or there's like longevity in that? Will that keep going? I think so. Cause they're already building a hundred, like a community of a hundred of them in Austin mm-hmm. because it saves time, like the labor of like building the walls and stuff. But I guess it's a little misleading cause people think like, oh, you 3d print the whole house, but you can't 3d print like plumbing. You can't 3d print yeah. like doing electrical work. Like there's so much you still have to do. Like you can't 3d print anything about a kitchen, you mm-hmm. know, but it saves some labor and time. And then maybe they can figure out the other stuff later. But I don't know. I think it's cool. I think it's a step in making home home building automated. 
which I think is so interesting. Like prefab houses, all that stuff. I love researching. Yeah, the prefabs are, I don't like them though, because they're a lot, very boxy, very square. But mm-hmm. with this one, you could do like, you know, yeah, cool it was corners cool. and curved yeah. edges. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. It's very neat. But I have a feeling it's so expensive for them because this is like brand new and it's like, here's what we could do. And it's more yeah. of like a showcase. They say that it's 10 to 30% cheaper, but it's like, I don't know that for sure. Because I don't have the numbers. Yeah. But how long does it take you to plan out a video like that? That one didn't take that long. I just found the house, emailed them, like talked to actually a subscriber messaged me about it. They're like, you should check this out because I think they knew I was going to be in Austin for South by Southwest. Um, And so it's like a bit of time coordinating. Okay, when can I go check it out? I shot there for maybe two hours, mm-hmm. not that long. Ideally, I would longer, but it was kind of busy because it was South by Southwest. So they like, had stuff to do. So I was like, get as much as I could in that time. And then I took a long time to edit it actually, because I have a new camera that it just requires more steps to stabilize all the footage. And I don't know, color correct it. I shot on two different cameras. So like trying to make them look similar because one, it shoots very flat and cinematic. And then the Sony one I have shoots just more, I guess, digital looking. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's probably like a day and a half or two days to edit maybe more. It's a while. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, how long does it take you to edit one of your videos, Graham? Uh, four hours usually. Four to five hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would love Max. to speed up. I want to find an editor, but I've realized it needs to be like a really like a producer, like collaborator, because there's so much voiceover and all of that. Like, I don't think I can send it away. There's so much footage, first of all. It'll be like 50 gigabytes of footage. If I were to upload that and send it to someone, that would just take like two days to even send. Mm -hmm. So I got to find someone just in Seattle or something. You got to do what we do. Alex set up a server. I've never seen this before. You upload direct to like, I could upload from my computer goes directly to Alex's computer. And normally I was uploading Dropbox. The thing would take like one to two hours Mm -hmm. for this. I upload the entire video. So more footage and it's like 20 minutes. And can you get on it when you're like, in a different state yeah it- yep oh. yeah the the biggest uh limiter is your internet speed but if you live in a newer type house every you know people are having fiber in in the houses now and so yeah if you if, if you have fiber in both locations it could be super fast Yo, wait a second. You you left California, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Okay. I think we uh, we got the title here. Why Shelby Church left California? What she hates about California? <laughs> when did you leave? When was this? I left in October because my lease was up, and I toured a bunch of places, and I just didn't really like any of them because everything was kind of taken at that time. It was like a weird time. It still is, I think. Find a trying to find a place to rent. So. I would go tour places and they'd be like, we have one unit left in this whole building and it would be on the bottom floor, terrible lighting. Like it would be fine if you didn't do YouTube, but I was just like, this just isn't going to work. And the prices were also a lot more than they used to be. I just wasn't excited about it. I was like, maybe I should just put my stuff in storage and go try somewhere else because I lived in LA for eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I ended up doing. I went to New York for a month and then I've kind of bounced around. I did another month in LA because it was, I mean, in February, it's kind of cold most places. And I think it's helpful if you're making videos to be somewhere that's sunny. Like cause I shoot a lot of stuff outside and I just prefer it personally. Like I just like nice weather. Um, so I left and now I just got a place in Seattle because it's going to be nicer in the summer. Mm-hmm. 
But I've even considered like still having a place in California in the winter maybe would be nice. Yeah. Because I still like California. Like there are things I definitely don't like about it, especially when I went to New York for a month. I was like, whoa, LA, there are a lot of things that I don't like that I just didn't even think about. Like what? Mostly traffic and how it's not walkable. Like Mm -hmm. you have to drive everywhere. And I just realized I hate driving kind of. Like I actually just... It makes me feel like drained and tired, and I even like, in the Tesla, which drives yeah. drives for you. Okay, really? what I realize yeah. though is I need my windows tinted because yes. it's like the sun beating down on you. Um, but yeah, I don't know something about it. I just don't like it. I even I like taking the subway and stuff. Mm. I know some people really don't like it, but I was like, this is amazing. After being somewhere where you have to drive and park and all that, it was nice to be able to walk and just like hop on and like do stuff on your phone. I yeah. like that a lot, yeah. Did taxes play a role in that or no? Um, It did in my final decision of where to live because I did want to live in New York, but it's even higher of taxes than L.A. And the rent is higher and everything. And I really just looked at, like, where do I want to be in five years? Like, I don't really want to build a life in New York. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth it if you want to live there forever. Like, then, yeah, might as well do it. But I would probably live there for, like, two years, have fun. And then go either to California, Seattle, or wherever. Mm-hmm. And it's just a huge cost to do that. When I could probably, like, I like New York, but I think I would get sick of it, especially in the winter. Um, and, yeah, you pay, I think it's like 14% total taxes, state taxes there. I thought California was yeah, the highest. Yeah, California, California is the highest. Is there some sort of, like, city tax there yeah, as well? could be. Yeah, <clears throat> so it ends up being a lot, and the rent is just even more than yeah. California. And what's the state tax okay. in Seattle? None. Really? Yeah, so there's none? none in Washington. Yeah. You know what? Actually, we're going to be going to Seattle. We'll, we'll have to talk about this probably in the next, like, two weeks. Oh, really? The day for again? The day trip. Oh, yeah, day trip. Yeah. What's it for again? Just the for a Tesla day? thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, what's the Tesla thing? I, I got a Tesla Roadster, but like Whoa. the original one. Yeah, oh, so I'm picking. Wow. I'm not picking it up, but I'm meeting the guy in Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a podcast with him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So his name is Carl that. Medlock, and he's known as the Tesla Whisperer because what? he keeps all of the original Roadsters alive. Whoa. That's like this guy. He has. He, he owns, I think, multiple Tesla Roadsters. So I bought wow. one of his. I've seen one once, an yeah. original one, and I saw it like plugged in and everything. But it just looked like it was charging a lot slower. But that would be cool to have. Yeah. So just imagine, like, you've, you you make the Tesla Model 3 content, and that blows up. Mm-hmm. What's a Roadster going to do? It's either going to bomb, or it's going to do really well. Yeah. So I'm I mean, excited to see. Definitely when the new Roadsters come out, like, that's going to yeah, do that's insanely blow well. Whenever that does. And the Cybertruck. Yeah. <laughs> But first, let's thank our sponsor, Titan. Graham, the market is so volatile right now. Every time I think I have a good investing strategy, the market changes. If only I had a crystal ball. But you don't need a crystal ball when you have the experts at Titan who can invest your money for you. But Graham, isn't active investment management reserved for the ultra wealthy? Not with Titan. All you need is $100 to get started. Titan is the first investment app that has a team of experts who actively manage your money in a way that hasn't been available for everyday investors before. Just deposit your money, select your portfolio, and Titan's team of analysts will allocate your money for you and you can get updates about decisions being made with your money and you can even ask the team questions to learn more all within the app with all the chaos going on in the market right now trying to invest yourself could be pretty risky but titan's team of experts track macro trends war inflation and commodity prices on a daily basis and can use that knowledge to help your money grow so whether you have your money in individual stocks or index funds right now is the perfect time to diversify and leave it to the experts at titan and right now if you use the url down below in the description titan.com slash ic 
ACH, you can get your first three months of active investment management all for free. That's Titan.com slash ICH for three months of zero fees. Thank you so much, Titan. And, and back, back to, to the, the podcast. podcast. We so. need more Tesla content from you. I mean. And more income <laughs> update some, videos. Yeah. What? Well, I'm going to have more <laughs> Palm Springs income updates. Okay. Like Airbnb. I liked updates. that video a lot. Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll have stuff to react to there. Ooh, yeah. good, 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 good. How is the uh, Palm Springs place going? It's good. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So we put it live on Airbnb in January. And the first couple days, we didn't get any bookings. And I was like, should we lower our price? Like, what was your price? 700 a night. Oh, my God. Gosh, $700. Yeah, it's like a lot. So my That's, property yeah. manager oh my recommended that because she manages like a bunch of Airbnbs. She was like, trust me, this is the going rate for this kind of house. So it's like, okay. And then it really did fill up. Like March ended up being 26 out of 31 nights booked. And April was probably like 20 because I blocked off like a few days to go myself. Mm-hmm. And two of those were Coachella weekends and hopefully no one has rented it for stagecoach but i'm hoping yeah for that but yeah it's been really awesome because for so long it just felt like a money pit that i was like working on and like there would just be small headaches all the time i was like is this going to be worth it and now actually making money from it is so crazy because you know youtube it's like passive income kind of but Mm. not really like you really have to be making videos all the time i think Mm -hmm. um with this it's just insane because I get paid for it. And I'm like, I didn't even think about it barely. Like I actually didn't really do much for it. Cause my property manager handles most of like dealing with guests and everything. And then she'll let me know if we need, like we had someone come out and fix some electrical thing. Sure. Yeah. But that's like, she handles even that. She'll just tell me like, okay, is it cool if we charge for this? And I'm like, yeah. Or I'll order stuff on Amazon. Someone broke the nest. So I just ordered one. How'd okay. they break it? It fell off like they were trying to reset it. And those things, they can like pop off. Like you can take it Mm. off. So I think it like shattered. Um, But I just like mentally prepared myself. Like things are going to break. Like little things like that. Like it's fine. Like that will happen. Yeah. So have you found it to be really profitable? Yeah, definitely. So our, I guess, I forget what I said in the video. The one that was going over March. But that one, I think it ended up being... After our property manager, after her fees, we made $12,000 for that month. And then the mortgage and all the expenses is like four to five. So after that was like seven, I guess. But I feel like it paying the mortgage and everything is still a little bit like in my mind, that's still like equity into it. So I was really happy with that. I think April is going to be a bit more because of Coachella. Yeah. So I'm happy with that with just like. I can go for free. It's like, yeah, I don't really have to put much time into it. What was your all in on that? Like the total cost with renovation? Because I saw you did a lot of the renovation. Like you did a lot of that yourself. And like you were there a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we hired people to do like a lot of it. We pretty much painted the ceilings ourselves Mm -hmm. and then like knocked out a wall and then little things like we put in the doorknobs and like stuff like that. Stuff that you would do in an apartment even. Mm Um, I forget, like the down payment ended up being like 250 or something like that because of the limit, like the loan limit in Riverside County at that time. Now it's higher. I think it's like 700,000 now, but then okay. it was like 500,000. So we put down more than 20%, which everyone's always like, Oh, I think it's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then the renovations, I think it was like 150,000 into renovations. So maybe a little more than that. But yeah, I think that somebody who is really good with like home construction could do this whole thing a lot cheaper. But we definitely did stuff just because we like want it as a second vacation type of house too. So we're like, let's get this tile. I like it. We're not going to go with the cheapest thing like you would maybe a flip. Yeah. So yeah, it ended up being a lot, but now I'm like, it's so nice getting that passive income. Yeah. So what was the total cash on that? You said how much down? 250. 250 plus 150. So you're in it for 400,000 and you're making probably what? 60,000 a year net back. Like if you averaged, Probably. Right? So you make it about 12% cash return on your money plus paying down the equity plus yeah. the appreciation. Yeah, it's it really appreciated good. so much. Yeah. I was like, what do you think it's worth what? now? Like 1.2 like point... or really? 3. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we bought it for 750. Gosh. The it's crazy. Nuts. I'm like, yeah. how is that even real? Oh, I kind of like that because it's obviously it's cool, but it then makes it harder to buy anything else. Yeah. <laughs> So, Palm Springs yeah. has become really trendy though with Coachella. Like now, people yeah. are are catching on to it as like this cool like vacation spot. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you can go yeah. golfing. There's like really cool restaurants there. Um, there's like a lot of stuff you can do. I think people just like to go have a house with a pool. Yeah. And like, chill, relax, grill, do that kind of yeah. thing. Needs a casino there. That's, there that's is what they one. need. There is. Yeah. Really. I haven't been to it, but I think my sister went once. Yes. Yeah, so how is that one. legal? Because there's Indian, Indian land. Yeah. So basically, oh, like, every other, like, plot of land is Indian land. Mm-hmm. And so um, some houses are on leased land. But ours mm-hmm. is on – I really didn't want that. So I'm like, what? I know you can renegotiate your lease, but, mm-hmm. like, imagine that ends in 30 years. What if they're just like, no? There's always a possibility. You're like, are no, you? we want to put a casino there. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, just get rid of your house. Like, that would suck. So – I avoided that. Yeah. yeah. There's significant parts of Marina Del Rey, believe it or not, that oh, are on really? land leases. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who owns it? Um, I think it's the state. I, I, I could be totally wrong, but uh, they're, they're, all those big high-rise condo buildings are land leases. Not all Whoa. of them, but a significant portion of Marina Del Rey. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so they expire. I think a big chunk of them expire in like 2050, 2040. So wow. they're starting to negotiate them now. Just yeah. like you got to get what ahead of it, do? you know, because imagine 30 years from now, it's like, well, sorry, we, we really don't want to. What do you do? We're going to tear them down. You're out of luck. That's so, so crazy. yeah. Yeah. I don't like the idea of leased land at all. Right. Like, no. That's great. I'm glad it's going well. Do you ever have subscribers stay there just because it's yours? They saw it online. They're like, I want to stay there. I don't think so yet. I think it's really just been people on Airbnb that find it because it's like a significant amount of money. Like we do a four night minimum. So to stay there, no. you need to like be willing to pay like a couple thousand dollars at least. It accommodates six people though. So it's usually groups going, they all split it and then it's like cheaper than a hotel there. Yeah. Um, so it, I think it's like, it's not that easy for subscribers to coordinate or like want to pay that much, which is understandable. I feel like that would be a good video though, wouldn't it? I know, like right? I reviewed <laughs> Shelby Church's would, Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to stay there anyway, yeah. it's like, and it's a write off because you're doing it for the video purposes. I know. I think that would be cool. But no one so far has said that like maybe someone did and they just didn't tell us but i think it's just it's really been people who are like oh i go to palm springs every year to escape the winter in chicago or whatever Mm -hmm. so i don't think it's subscribers but 
Uh, who knows? Yeah, I think the best time of year is like right now. Like I was just there before this and it's hot enough that you want to get in the pool and you don't even have to heat, you don't have to pay to heat the pool quite as much as when it's like 60 degrees out. It's so expensive to heat. Yeah. That's like our biz- biggest expense is heating the pool. Um, Didn't you say in your video that you charge the tenants now or it's like a, a, a fee now to yeah, heat the pool? But we still eat a lot of the cost. Like we charge them, I think like $60 a night, but it's actually like 150 a day to heat. Really? Yeah. But it's not as much when it's like back to back bookings. Because it takes two days to get it up to that temperature. And then you can kind of leave it there. It's not as expensive. Those days are probably like $80 a day. Like I looked on the SoCal Gas website. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have people booked back to back, it just it's a little more efficient, I guess, than if you had one booking for a week and then nothing for a week and then one more. You'd be having to heat it for more than 14 days. It'd be more like 16 because you have to have those two days to get it up if yeah. that makes sense yeah yeah so that's the one thing i'm like there are solar pool heating stuff but like our pool equipment is new like i don't want to buy another one yet are you looking now, to buy more real estate or what are you doing yeah for a while i was kind of looking in seattle but even there i was just like i don't i don't know i just i really wanted a place after like traveling for a while i was like i just need to like get a spot rather than wait like i don't i guess it's just you want to wait for the right spot, place to buy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with, like, renting for a year. But um, I bought a piece of land in Joshua Tree. And so me oh, and, wow. you know, Rob Built, that YouTuber? Yes, he does all the homes there, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, so we're collaborating on a build out there, like an Airbnb. That's cool. In Joshua Tree, yeah. So now, cool. he does those communities, right? Because I, I, I subscribed to him back when we met him on the boat a while ago. And yeah. He, and he does the big communities, mm-hmm. rents out everything. That's yeah, cool. and he has. I stayed in his um, tiny house in Joshua Tree once too, mm-hmm. and made a video about it. And it was just like really cool. Like it's very unique. It does really well on Airbnb, um, and it's awesome because he knows everything really about the area, like contractors in the area, who to call to set up, like the percolation test to get a septic tank installed, like all these things that would be like so much harder if I was just doing it on my own, but I can more freely go to it. Like he has a ton of projects going on and I'm always going to Palm Springs. So I can just drive over once construction starts mm. and like check on it more. That's a great way to make money. So I stayed in Yosemite over this last weekend. And Jack, mm-hmm. you got to hear this. It's incredible. So I went to this, uh, it's called Auto Camp Yosemite. Oh, I've heard of these. Yeah. Like oh. a uh, Airstream? Yeah. So you drive in this place, they have 85 Airstreams that are just set up like back to back to back to back. And in between them, they have these like kind of like modular homes that are a little bit bigger, but they all rent between like 250 on the low end to like $500 a hundred. Airstreams? Yeah. Per night. So It's a luxury Airstream. And an Airstream, a renovated one like that is like $150,000. It's not like. No, I thought less than that. Yeah, it should be less, but I've heard of they can get up to that if it's, like, really tricked out. Yeah, no, I mean, this, the ours was nice. Like, you walk in, and there's just, like, a little mini refrigerator, a sink, a bathroom on one side, a bed on the other, windows all around it. And then behind is, like, just a few chairs and a fire pit. And so I'm sitting there wondering, how much money are these people making? And so I, I added up. I'm like, okay, average three-something, 350 a night. 
in the middle of it all is like this convenience store. It's like a clubhouse where they have like mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, a fire pit, a convenience store, an upper level for stuff. And I calculated that they're probably pulling in about eight to nine million dollars a year. Gross. Wow. And then what's their expense? It's like, you know, cleanings. Uh, there's, so, there's someone at the front desk at all times parking around. So I'm guessing they're probably making about five and a half million dollars a year yeah. from from this one community of 85 Airstreams. And it's so not even cool. in Yosemite, by the way. It says on the camp Yosemite. <laughs> it's 30 minutes outside of Yosemite. And the place was booked. Like yeah. every single one of them was taken. They had nothing. That makes me think. It's like, what if I just bought a house with RV parking, got a cheap trailer, and rented it for like 100 or some, Probably 150 bucks a night? Yeah. D- I mean, depending on your, your <clears throat> land and zoning. But mm. I mean, the, the area that they developed was specific for this. So they took a big plot of land, they tiered it. So they, they kind of leveled off mm-hmm. certain areas. And then in the middle of it all was like this big, it, w- it was man-made, uh, uh, man-made lake. In the middle oh, of it all. Whoa, that's so cool. Fish in it, and like you could go fishing there if you wanted to. That's crazy. I'm thinking, yeah. like, oh my, how amazing would that be? And it probably, I'm guessing this probably would have cost them like, I'm gonna say ten to thirteen million dollars to build this, like from start to finish. So you make your money back within about two years, three years. Graham was so excited about this because I know because he texted me. Yeah. He's like, by the way, Alex, uh, how much should we pay for the uh, yeah. the Airstream? And I texted him back. And then like literally five minutes later, he's like, so I've calculated that uh, I'm, they're making about this much. I'm like, that's how you know, Graham. Like I knew I his like, eyes lit up. Cool. Yeah. I, loved, yeah. I loved it. I absolutely yeah. love this idea. Like, that's I love the idea, too. I love the like the idea of Airbnb. Airbnb is so easy. Yeah. It is so easy, and I want to keep doing it, but I just hate having people yeah. stay. In now, that. what's interesting, though, is uh, uh, Yosemite has so many regulations about Airbnb, and they're very mm-hmm. strict about Airbnb. So it makes a sense that this places, is yeah. this is like 30 minutes outside. It's uh, Mariposa County. It's right by Oakhurst. Mm-hmm. So they don't have the stricter regulation. Las Vegas has very strict regulations in Airbnb. Yeah. yeah. It takes away from the hotels. So if you could find like a cool community somewhere around here, like I would love that. That's what about, what about when we went seriously. to that Pokemon event? Like, but I, I bet they're Airbnb those um, airstreams out. They are. It didn't. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. it. Seemed kind of cheap to me. I think it was the airstream, like, like how it was done. Yeah, we saw because th- there's a little community here in Vegas, but it was in a really not good part of town, kind of like downtown Las Vegas. They had maybe 15 of them okay. uh, surrounding like this pool that looked like it was from the 60s. I'm not a fan of it, but this place yeah. in Yosemite, like it's cool. Yeah. By Yosemite was yeah. incredible. Like I, and I always love getting home. I would have stayed there an extra week. Like I Ooh. loved it. And I never really, stayed yeah, I loved it. Jack, if you're looking for a place to go seriously for like a week, why getaway, did you like it so much? It was nice. It was just like you, the fresh you work air. A lot? Uh, no, not really. I had to do like thumbnails and stuff like that now, but I wanted to. <laughs> you wanted to work more? Yeah. I mean, I had a great time not working, but yeah. but it was so just like nice and uh, just like the, the Airstream. It was really I'm nice. I'm happy it for you, me, man. It got me motivated. And I think like, it's good. Like, I bet the air that you were breathing over there was like, so fresh. It just rains. Yeah. Would you ever get an Airstream? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what he cool. wants to do. Yeah. That's his dream is to like One travel. One? Yeah, across the United oh, yeah. States. Yeah, it's trailer stream. Yeah. Yeah. streams are interesting because you there's one kind I think that you can drive, but usually you have to tow it. Mm-hmm. But if you set it up somewhere, it can do so well on Airbnb. But Joshua Tree's like crack down on stuff like that because they're not permitted 
structures. So those tents, those like glamping yeah, things, yeah. a lot of the um, airstreams have been shut down there. But a lot of places you can still do that. It's so stupid. Yeah. Not a permitted structure. It's a tent. It's like, yeah, wh- I don't know why? why they do that. Yeah. I don't really know. So that would do well, too. I think the glamping is going to only be more popular. It's going to be really trendy. Like, cause I, cause I saw that too, uh, the, the big, huge teepees and they had like two beds set up with a heater and like, it was really nice. I've mm. stayed in a yeah. glamping thing once and it was fun. Yeah. Like I would do it again. So I don't know why they're cracking down on a good thing. That's yeah. interesting. You, now you got me thinking. Yeah. I want to buy a, a plot of land here I now. wanted to do that. I and just swear. like, and just like throw some trailers on it. Airstream sure. Maybe yeah. it's an I mean, Airstream. it kind of reminded me of like, like Brandon Turner's talking about yeah. bigger pockets, mobile home parks. Yeah. You could take one of those. And uh, or develop something similar with those airstreams, but I, you know, I obviously we got to figure out a good air. I would, I love the idea. I would do that. Yeah, my I sister has a that. gutted airstream that still waiting to see what will happen. She's with trying that. to sell it. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't think so. I think she's still convinced that she'll eventually yeah. do something with it. Yeah. But yeah, because there are companies you can just take it to and have them renovate yeah. it rather than because they're tricky to do yourself because of like the weight and everything. Like you have to use a certain type of tile and whatever. Yeah. Um, so that you can still haul it, but I think that they're really cool. Hopefully yeah. they'll be done. If anyone is watching this, who's done this before or knows how to do it, reach out to info at, what is it? In, info at Alexander. Reach out to info at Alexander Just put it on or the Or follow me. All right. <laughs> so at Alex serious. underscore Nava <laughs> underscore photography. The, the, seriously, yeah. oh, serious inquiries only. If you yeah, do have yeah. one for sale, message no, me. No, no, no. Not if you have one for sale. If you could develop a community like that of 100 Airstreams. Oh. I would, I would, I would invest in that. I would seriously, I'd fund it if someone else knows what, what they're doing and can run it. I think I know what I'm doing. Wow. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, this this is something I would love. And then I was thinking, how do you kickstart it? Because you can't just spend, like, you know, $10 million creating this community. And it's like, welp, now we wait. Kickstart it with YouTube. Wow, I didn't know, know, I didn't know you were so into it. Invest in it. No, not mention it. Oh. No, no, no. But, like, Market. to get oh, the reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because then you, yeah. you could fill it up pretty easily from people who want to review it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that helps get the ratings, and you could boost up on Airbnb. Yeah. And once you're at the top, you know? <laughs> wow. You just foolproof. Roll in the mic. Yeah, yeah, it is. So if anyone's done this before. Yeah. Or but, even like AutoCamp isn't even probably on Airbnb, right? Like they just like have their own website. Alex, how do you, I don't know. Are they? Um, yeah, we Alex just posted. got, we booked it directly through the mm-hmm. website. So I, they could be on Airbnb. I'm not sure. But um, the reason why Graham was there is also another reason they're making a ton of money. And Graham went and for a wedding. Oh, oh gosh, and, and yeah. They, I mean, they rented the whole thing, right? No, 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 no. I mean, out of 85, probably the wedding reception was maybe like 15 of the units. Oh, maybe wow. Maybe 20 max. But yeah, th- but they host like weddings there. They had this like uh, this grassy area and they can, yeah. but like little events and stuff like that. But that's extra cash right that's there too. That's extra cash. Yeah, weddings, like anything having to do <laughs> yeah. with weddings makes like three times more than what you normally would. Yeah. Like wedding videographers, wedding like dresses or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I've shot those. some weddings. Yeah. <laughs> you have? Yeah, kind of for fun, but like people have paid me and Monica too, because it's it's sort of fun, but it's a very long day. Like every time after I do it, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. But it's fun. The footage looks nice. It's fun to shoot like just a very beautiful area because they're always like made up really nice. So it's like satisfying. Like I always love the footage. How many weddings have you done? Probably like five. Has there ever been a couple that you saw and you're like, no, that's not going to last? 
<laughs> That's not where I thought that question what? was going. Uh, <laughs> Dude, who asked that, Grandpa? I don't know. <laughs> what did you think? That's not the direction I thought the question was going. No, it's it's a great question. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a couple that I've been like, mm, they seem a little stressed for this day. But like, I feel like I've gotten a lot of insights on weddings because you're like recording the people getting ready and all of yeah. that. And people that have the bigger weddings are always so much more stressed out than the smaller ones. They, they seem like they enjoy the day mm-hmm. more because it is just more of a production when there's like 300 people there or whatever. I mean, statistically, three of those are not going to make it. Yeah. So <laughs> Jack, I, I feel Jack like you don't have to be so like, negative. I just, <laughs> me? <laughs> statistically, yeah. Divorce rates are over 50%. Oh, now, over apparently, 50? apparently, though, it's so it, it's less if you're so. The 50% is a broad range, includes second and third marriages, ah. like third and fourth. So that skews it. But if you look mm-hmm. at the first marriage for people over a certain age with like a college degree, like, like you start whittling it down, uh, it's more like 25, 28%. Yeah, but you were whittling it down. Yeah, but if you look at like, okay, you're not on your third marriage. Sure, even eliminating you know? that, what about just the average Joe? About one in three. One in three, yeah. 30%. So right. not as, maybe just one yeah. or two. Yeah, but that, then, I never yeah. knew it yeah. was like those, yeah. res, those, that data. Is Isn't that like, crazy? The other thing, though, but the other yeah. thing, though, is that, which might skew it back up, is that if they look at millennials, let's say, they just got married after like, oh, that's a good point, yeah. you know, can you see that through 30 years and say like, okay, what about 35 years from now? Does that count? Maybe just not enough time has passed? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. They don't have enough data. But yeah, let, yeah. We, could, we could just assume, Jack, Half. <laughs> we can just yeah. throw that out there. Let's say half. Hmm. I've had uh, two cancellations uh, that were friends that have booked weddings. I have no clue how to handle that. Oh, they like canceled they, on you? Yes, they canceled because they called off the wedding. Oh, wow. And it was awkward because they're like either friends or acquaintances. And so usually what I'll tell them is I'll be like, well, you know, I'd say like, you know, give it a week or two, you know, like I'll, I'll give you your money back with like, just, I was like, you know, because sometimes they get in fights and I've seen it all the time. Brides and grooms get in, get in fights before their, their wedding and then they're, they, they cancel, but then they call you back and they're like, oh, you know, we, we figured it out. We'd like to not cancel. So Ooh. it gets crazy out there. <laughs> yeah. I would be, I was like, what happened? Yeah, I know. I okay. Know. So, so nosy. the person, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. The person in me wants to ask, but the, you know, the, the business in me is like, well, that's none of my yeah, business. Yeah, like the professional right? side of it. And, like, or acquaintances. Yeah. Just like a friend of a friend, yeah. <laughs> just be, I'm just so curious. Like, yo, what happened? Let's talk it through. I'll give you my opinion on it. <laughs> yeah. You didn't ask for it. Graham's like, oh, you want to come on the podcast? We'll, we'll, <laughs> I'll fix we'll it. smash it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, that's another thing that I would love to do. So so we tried something new here. And we had people pitch us their investments or, or their like business uh, ideas. I loved it. We had... Um, uh, this, Evan and uh, Reed from uh, Evan and Reed came on, right? From yes, uh, ketchup please. Yeah, so yeah. I was about to say ketchup. They, yeah, so how old were they? Nineteen. Yeah, they're like nineteen. Nineteen in college, and they pitched us their product called Ketchup Please, which is a really healthy ketchup, and it was oh. delicious. Good just ketchup. like so smart, yeah. so ambitious. It just it was really it's really hard to grow in the condiment because people yeah. don't like buy condiments that often. Oh right. Um, but I would love to be like relationship advice. Yes. Same. But, but fine, but financial related. So I want to see a couple like just getting into it over finances and, uh, and just unsolicited advice. Like, Hey, you want to come on? I'll help you out. 
Alex, it's are you, I was going to say, are you giving me permission to, to find people? Yes. yes. All right. So Actually, if you're watching this, but you got to weed them out, Alex, you got to make sure it's there's actual trouble. There. Not, all right. Like, all we right. don't want to be a Jerry Springer. Yeah. We want text Corona. screenshots from before we talked about this. Exactly. Of arguments. If, if you've had a financial argument and you're in Las Vegas or don't mind traveling here uh, to be on the show, uh, I'd be happy to talk to you and give you my opinion. What do you think about that, Shelby? I think it's interesting. I almost think of it as like a whole separate show, though. Probably. Realistically, it should not be on the iced coffee hour, but <laughs> <laughs> we just we just throw, you know, our standards have we'll just, just gone so low here, now. Yeah. Yeah. But is it harder to get guests not being in L.A. or there's still like a ton of people always coming to Vegas? A ton of people. It's harder. Yeah. Definitely. Like really? not. Be, yeah, it's harder not being in L.A. because you had all the any influencer in L.A. I feel like it's I've noticed no difference. Really? Really? I've noticed a little bit of a difference between LA and here. I wouldn't say it's particularly challenging here still, but I think it was easier in LA. Yeah, I know. Just more people were in LA. I think it's easier here. Everyone at some point comes to Vegas for something, mm -hmm. and they don't mind traveling here. Mm -hmm. Because there's something to do. Like LA, it's like, oh, it's kind of expensive. But at least Vegas, yeah. it's like, oh, it's a weekend trip to Vegas. Totally. Yeah. What brought you out here? Vegas. Um, me and Sam went to the, it's like this company view studios. They opened a new studio and had an event. And so he really wanted to go to it. And we're in orange County area. So we're like, Oh, let's go. Like we flew here for the weekend, kind of just for fun and to go to that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, come on here. Cool. So I was like, when will I be able to do that? So yeah, just random trip. Nothing like too crazy. Although I know NAB is going on. So that's why View, that company, they're basically like a virtual production stage. It's like really crazy mm -hmm. that they could shoot like movie or commercial scenes on. So for that event, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. No, I think if you did Van Life, I tell this to just about everyone. If you I think you've told it, this to her before. Have I? Have I told you this before? I think I both I times know. we had her on in the Every past. Single time. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been meaning that. to do a video doing it for like a weekend, but I don't know if I'd do it like forever. I would give it a week or two. Give it oh, like really? two weeks. Week. Try it out. And I think I think you could probably like triple triple views by doing yeah. van life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I do every, think that would be everywhere good, you go, you could pick destinations to travel to and mm -hmm. then make a video not about that destination, but like weird things in that destination. Like I, I like Ryan Trahan did like the world's largest potato. <laughs> I'm oh, not saying you have to do like the yeah. largest potato, but like Every area is going to have something unique or like some bomb shelter, like just something you'd be able to do and just strategically plan it out in advance. Mm -hmm. Just road trip around for a week. Right. Like that. Yeah. That now, would be fun. If you did that in a Tesla Model X, I think you, because then you attract the Tesla crowd too. Yeah. And you have one of those like little mattresses in the back of the car and like what that's like to live in a Tesla. I know. For like I know. Two weeks. I slept in one once and I was like, oh, I never want to do it again. Because really? in the Model yeah. X, you know how the um, like the Falcon doors make it so the middle goes down kind of a lot? Yeah. And I felt like weirdly claustrophobic in it. Hmm. I actually felt like the Model 3 was felt a little bit roomier because it just hmm. like arcs okay. over you like that. So a week in a Model X, I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's tough. But a van that has like the whole setup with yeah. like a mini kitchen and a bathroom. Airstream. Yeah, an Airstream would be cool. I think if you did that or a luxury RV... Try it. Yeah. I think Luxury would, RV yeah. wouldn't be hard. Yeah. But driving it's a little, like, you have to get a whole separate license for some of those, right? Really? No, no. I had a buddy who rented one and just drove it. Oh. I think if it, I think if it's under, like, 45 feet, I mean, it's pretty generous in terms of what you could do. Yeah. Okay. It's a good idea. Yeah. 
I would do that. I'll try that over the summer. Yeah. yeah. Now, can we talk income? We don't have to talk too many specifics, but you've made sure. the income breakdown videos in the past. Sure, and we've yeah. not seen an income breakdown video. I know. I haven't done one reactive. in a while. I haven't done one in a while. Because my AdSense doesn't make as much. I make more off of brand deals now. No. I don't know what it is. Maybe like after COVID, there's just more brands that are, I think, I see it everywhere. Like almost every video I watch on YouTube has like a one minute ad break. Mm-hmm. Do you find that? Yes. Yeah. Which I'm like, good for creators, of course, because those are pretty easy to do yeah um so i make more off of that than ads but still like a solid amount like i'll make like ten thousand a month off of ads on my main channel and then like depending on how much i upload on my vlog channel two to eight that's pretty good yeah yeah and now i get uh, or yeah i get brand deals on my vlog channel now too which i never expected i was like what this is crazy that's fantastic yeah yeah, I've noticed ad rates are down 20 to 30%, yeah. sometimes a little bit more. But I think with the brand deals, not only are they more aggressive now, because um, like two years ago, I was working with these two companies and they would they'd pitch brand deals and, you know, it was every now and then. But now they're just like, boom, 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 boom. I've, yeah. I've never gotten so many offers yeah. for companies that in the past I never would have imagined. I mean, legitimate companies, but now they're more like mainstream companies are reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, like I did one for a zip recruiter and like, that's a hmm. company. I, like What really zip recruiter. Okay, great. Yeah, that's cool. But they, I feel, I feel like they never would have done that in the past, mm-hmm. but then also YouTube is cracking down really? on that. Um, that does it include paid promotion? That oh, little, you have to check the box. Yes. Yeah. So no one was doing that before because in the very beginning it would show like this video includes paid promotion. Mm-hmm. And especially in finance, you'd, you'd question the entire video because like, wait a second, does this mean the whole video is oh, like, true. you know, it, it might be financially biased towards one thing or another. So they started cracking down and then it made you have to, you have to select. And obviously you're yeah. not going to lie on that. So it's, you know, right. so now everyone has to check, is it paid or not? If it is, now people just are a little bit more aware of it. Yeah. Now when I click on a video, I don't mind if it's has a paid promotion. I expect it. Oh, yeah. Like, even if it doesn't say that, because I know, like, most big YouTubers, they're going to have, like, HelloFresh in there or something, you know? Yeah. It's never bothered me. And that's yeah. why sometimes I don't get why why people would be upset. It's just mm-hmm. like it's just like you watch TV and there's a commercial. Like, no one would ever be oh, I, my TV show is interrupted by a commercial. It's yeah. just like... I think YouTube ads are worse than like in sponsorships, 100%. like because you could just like tap the screen and skip past it. But if you have like an unskippable ad that you know YouTube provides, it's like hey, you got to watch yeah, the whole YouTube's thing. YouTube's got to make their money too. Of course they yeah. do. Of course, somebody on Reddit, uh, and I've started seeing it every now and then. Got three unskippable ads. It's like, like the, you know, were like they fifteen the, second ones? No, yeah, in a row. It's like they'll, they'll get like a five second one or like a ten second, a ten second. Another five seconds or so, like something yeah. like it. It's still under thirty seconds, but yeah. it's still like. And still, when compared to like you know television, it's still nothing. You know, television you have yeah. like yeah. you know eight minutes of content and then three minutes of commercials. Yeah, so much more. Yeah, I think the people that do get annoyed of sponsorships, I could see it if you're not paying for the premium version of YouTube. So if you like just watch through an ad and then they do a sponsorship. And then there's like another ad like that would be kind of annoying. But when you pay for like premium YouTube, it's really not. I feel like I'm like, oh, because I just never see ads on YouTube. But I don't think that many people actually pay for it. You know what it is? It's those darn kids. What? It's, It's the kids. They're spoiled. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah, they don't know what it was like. Kids. They don't know what it was like to watch, watch Nickelodeon. TV. 
you get 14 minutes and then you get like four minutes of commercial and then like that's your time you go make a make, yeah. make a hot pocket yeah go to the bathroom seriously. you gotta rush to get back they don't know what it's like they don't yeah know. and so when netflix is is have you seen the netflix yeah, is now saying add, maybe add ads yeah. to like a cheaper subscription wait they are yeah yeah because they're losing subscribers and so they're like oh maybe we'll make like a cheaper one with ads no way yeah are they just losing it to youtube just i think to the other streaming platforms yes Wow. So like HBO Max has a lot of good shows. Yeah, that's true. Disney Amazon Plus. So people might be like, oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's reverting back to cable. It's weird. Like we went from cable to Netflix. Like everything you need is on Netflix. And now it's like you need Netflix. It's Disney Plus, Hulu, like you mentioned, yeah. HBO Max. Now there's four of them. And so now you're paying still less than cable, but you could be paying like $100 a month for yeah. all the different streaming services to get the shows that you want. Wow. It's a lot. Yeah. But I still just watch YouTube the most. Same. Yeah. yeah. But like, YouTube is losing people to TikTok. I know. Yeah. I've noticed even I go on TikTok more now. Do you post I on TikTok? I never used to. A little. Not a lot. I kind of want to more just because it's like, it's kind of fun. But I overthink every TikTok. Like, I think of it like a YouTube video. Like, it needs to be good. But it doesn't really. You can just make it kind of quick. Yeah. The thing about TikToks is you can lack so much context in TikToks. Like, you don't have to tell the full story. Yeah. Like, for example, like, if we're clipping up one of Graham's videos, you should really be condensing Graham's entire 14-minute video down into, like, 30 seconds and just remove all of the context of everything and just have, like, the facts. And that's the only (laughs) way that you can be successful on TikTok. Sometimes I don't want to, though, like... Say I'm making a, a full YouTube video about like how much my Airbnb made in April. I could make it a TikTok, but then I feel like no one's going to watch the no, YouTube video. No, different audience. I'm go- oh, really? Yes. Oh, I okay, am okay. shocked. Okay. Yeah. Totally That's different. Fine. Yeah. Your 3D printed home video would get millions of views on TikTok. And that's the perfect video to clip up. I got TikTok footage. I'm going to make one after this. Do that. All you need to do, I wouldn't even show your face. Just voiceover. This is a 3D printed home. Yeah. Make sure you add titles though. Yes, oh, that's yeah. very important. Okay. Like a lot of people, when they clip stuff up for TikTok, they make the entire thing like mm-hmm. captioned. Do you guys have a goal with posting on TikTok or just to like brand awareness? Like, yeah. Like we realized also, like, like he said, like the audiences have nothing to do with one another. Right. For example, we posted a TikTok and it was getting a hundred thousand views an hour for probably 15 or 16 straight hours. It was probably at one and a half million views. I noticed the difference in views we were getting on YouTube, like that were linked to that episode were about 20 per hour. 20 huh. views an hour on something that was getting a hundred thousand views an hour yeah. on TikTok. It, it yeah. there's no conversions from TikTok to YouTube It's pure right. brand awareness. Yeah. Even yeah. shorts. I am shocked. Uh, when we do shorts, the, the people that hit that video are unlikely to watch like the long form content. Yeah. Like the people who like shorts like shorts. The people who like the long form videos, they like the long form. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting huh. that we posted a YouTube short that it's at like 500, 400,000 views, the Michael Reeves one. Yeah. And, 90% of the viewers were unique viewers. So people that yeah. had never seen the channel before and still disproportionately did provide us with more subscribers than it would compared to a, a normal podcast that we would post with the same amount of views, but still like it, it's just completely different audience. Yeah. They're not really going to watch like regular right. videos. Yeah. Huh. Um, the other thing I've noticed too, is that some of the TikToks we post that do well on TikTok don't do well on YouTube. Yeah. And then others do well on YouTube, but not TikTok. I think it's kind of random on that. Yeah. I feel like TikTok is so crazy how like you could get a million views and then the next one could get like 5,000, like very yeah. few. Mm-hmm. It's wild. That's yeah. why if I were a brand that was like sponsoring someone, I'd be a little nervous about TikTok because I'd be like, is this going to be the one that blows up? They pay a lot less on TikTok. Oh, a lot too. less. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense because it's like 
a shorter video. Right. Mm-hmm. Although I've seen people make tons of money through affiliates on TikTok. Yeah. And yeah. Um, when people release products and they make TikToks on it, they can make so much money just by selling a product mm-hmm. like that they can demo yeah. really well. Yeah. I worry what it's going to do to people's like, I don't want to say mental health, but yeah, it's just like that. Like your attention. Scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and it, I think that's where we're going. It's just like that that quick attention span of like, hey, if you don't have 30 seconds, then you're done. I feel like it's bad though. Like maybe since TikTok, I don't know. But sometimes I'll even be like, I feel like I can't even brush my teeth without looking at my phone or something. I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. Or like wait in line for 10 seconds. Look at my phone. Like yep. it's so bad. Well, I'm, I'm the same way. <sighs> like this is, oh. So now when I was in Seattle recently, I was like strictly like I'm reading before I go to sleep. Like I'm not getting on my phone because I'll scroll for like another hour. Yeah. We should expose ourselves right now. What are your guys' screen times? I like this. Let's do this. I have two two phones. Two phones. You're going to have to check both of them. I'll check the one with the social media on it. How do you? No, you you have to check both of them because we got to see how much time you're spending on your phone, Graham. I feel like that's a lot. You know what's funny? The amount of people who send me two cents on Venmo. (laughs) <laughs> do they? Do they, yes. they just find it? Yeah, I got one just funny. now. Um, but I've gotten probably a few dozen of them. And everyone's like, two cents for, uh, I want to get your two cents. Oh, turn on screen. You time. had it turned oh off, my Graham? Gosh. I've never, I've, I've never, sure, it's my phone. I've never turned it on. No. Try the other phone. It says See, daily, it wasn't tracking. Uh, daily no. average says an hour and 40 minutes. Or is that so far today? No, that's your daily average. Time. Oh, both, okay. both that's really good. There it is. Yeah, that's really good. I, I will say time. I go. broke my phone working on my aquarium. Um, I had a bunch of water, salt water leak onto it. And I was without my phone immediately after my phone broke. My first thought was, how am I going to get a new one as fast as possible? Yeah. That's how bad it was. It's so bad. My phone was stolen last summer and... I was like so irritated like the next day because I didn't have it to do things. I was like, this is so bad. I'm like addicted to it. That's why you got to get two phones. You see, so you're, you're, you, you're living you, in the future. How do you future. use the two? The same. Oh. He literally <laughs> uses them for the exact same two different things. numbers. Oh, okay. So, so you know you one, can one double SIM a, personal, ca- a phone. Kind of? You really kind should. of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that's not right. They're both work. You can double sim a phone. Yeah, he just has one phone he uses more. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I, yeah, I could double. And then you could double sim a phone, and then you could disable one of the sims when you don't want to use it. Like, why are you carrying around two phones if that's the only reason? I'm just used to it now. You always text me so like randomly on your other number. (laughs) Me too. Different names for each phone. It confuses me, and then I get back to you on the wrong number. No, I see them both, but sometimes it's because I'm on the old phone and I'll be scrolling and I just text you because I know you have the number. (laughs) <laughs> See, that's the thing you know that i'm gonna get back to that's you okay. it's, it's, wait so jack what fun. was your screen time uh it's bad man it's, here, i'll um, show you mine i'll show you mine five hours 40 minutes okay no no that's not bad look what, broken up by, oh, 32 uh, minutes on TikTok. oh you can't see that bad? Bad? okay oh. i don't know five hours and five minutes is my daily average this so. is up 41 percent from last week though oh so it's more than normal yeah like it's usually what three hours then mine's down 56 percent. so mine's normally more it's normally like three hours yeah they were about the same yeah. i just happened to have a hefty week last week and also like two and a, like half of it is messages oh yeah which I a lot of it is work breakdown. correspondence yeah that's surprising because yeah. you never get back like to if me. you're talking like distractions <laughs> it's only 30 minutes on tiktok yeah that's not that and bad. 30 minutes is google maps <laughs> so <laughs> it's like yeah it's not bad. i think that's fine yeah 
But it's it's concerning to me just how addictive I think TikTok is yeah. Yeah. to so many people and just how quick time goes by when you're on it. Yeah. And they know what they're doing. It's the algorithm. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. With so much content, they could pick and choose just like the best, best little bits. And within 30 minutes, it knows you. And it knows by location, too. Yeah. So when we traveled, sure enough, you're getting Yosemite TikToks. Yeah, like instantly. It's things nuts. to do in Las Vegas yeah. this weekend, which I kind of like. I'm like, right. oh, whoa, I want to I don't know. mind it, yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't but be surprised sort of if it knows, like, what you're doing on other apps, too. Oh, I'm sure. And it sees you text, yeah. be like, I'm going to buy dog food. It's like, yeah. oh, show dogs, show dogs, okay. show dogs. I was working on yeah. a video where, you know how people do the, like, buy stuff on Alibaba and, like, make a website for it and sell it i was yeah. like working on a video where i tried that so i made a website and was like making a tiktok ad for this product and they were like you have to put on your website if you're going to advertise on tiktok this privacy policy because they basically like they make you say like it's a copy and paste thing i think from tiktok but it basically just is because tiktok is looking at more stuff i think is what it is wow and so you have to like disclose that or they won't even like show your ad that's hmm. crazy. Like, that would be another great video for you to do is to get a brand new phone, brand new, like, like not traced to you, just like with a burner SIM card or whatever. Yeah. And see if your phone listens to you and to what degree. Oh, and like, yeah. Be like, I'm going to travel to a new location. Let's just see what happens. And, you know, I'm going to say these words here. Okay. Now I'm going to send a few texts and like keep going down the rabbit hole until pretty soon it knows like where you are, what mm -hmm. you like, what you're doing, how old you are. Like, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. All the ads. Yes. She just like just how well it gets in. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah. You I know got, what? I, I gotta I gotta run really quick, Jack. Do you mind taking over? I got something really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go uh, for it, man. There's a like button that needs to be hit. Yeah, what'll this be? Like a minute or two? Something like that. All right. Okay. Cool. I'll, Sounds good. I'll be cool. right back. Jack. All right. Yeah. All right. So you guys may notice something looks a little off here. Yes, uh Graham, uh what did you do? He got a haircut. Got a haircut. Yeah. So he looks like this now. No, I'm just kidding, guys. This is Alex. Graham's actually on a flight here. And uh, we're in a bit of a time crunch because Shelby, our guest right here, she has to leave. Uh, where are you going? I'm going to Maui. And the flight's at 540. So we're like trying to make it work. Yeah. yeah your flight leaves in like an hour or so. And Graham's flying into Vegas. Mm -hmm. So he's a bit late to the podcast due to uh, some flight delays. So we're just recording this before Graham arrives, but we'll throw it in on the second half of the podcast. Yeah, we'll and, still make uh, it work. We will make it work. So thanks for making all this happen. Yeah, thanks for having me again. I was excited to come back. The one thing I do want to talk about, I, I have a question. Uh, and I'm going to look so stupid if, if Shelby's not the one who did this. Probably not. I'm sorry, Shelby. Did you do the rent out your pool? Was that you? Oh, I did a video where I tried it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Swimply. Yeah. So before you Swimply. did that, I've been telling Graham that he should let me, his assistant, rent out his pool and let me yeah. make some income. Yeah. People make a lot on it. Like I rented one. I rented two for that video, I think. Maybe one more. I can't remember. But I rented one and I talked to the host because I was like explaining how I was making a video about it. He was like, yeah, it pays like quite a bit. I forget exactly how much he said, but a lot of them are like $100 an hour. And, but the thing is, it's pretty expensive to heat a pool. Oh, so, so it has to be pool for that. Yeah, people want it heated. Uh, but I guess it's like, if it's already like pretty hot out it's not as expensive to heat a pool like if it's 90 degrees every day it's really not as much 
So it could be worth it. I mean, if people are renting it every day, then it could be. I forget, though, how much. It seemed worth it if so many people are on the platform That's their pretty pools. crazy. $100 an hour. Yeah. That's insane. And know, what are the types of people that rent these pools? Because I could never imagine right. myself going, I'm like, oh, I'm going to rent a pool for well, three I'm, hours. Imagine you get together with your friends and you want like a private pool that you can like. It's not. It's in someone's backyard. No, yeah, yeah, but at least it's not like. You know, you're not at a hotel with like a bunch of randoms, you okay. know? I know, you're renting the pool. So yeah. I think those are the types of people. But m I think that you should try that, Jack, because Jack's been experimenting with renting out a room in his bedroom on Airbnb. Oh, we do have a pool, too. I do. And yeah. he has a pool. You should rent it out and see. And make a video. Yeah. <laughs> so I rented out my room. I was planning on talking about this when Graham was here, but he already right. knows all the stories. Yeah, so, so you're in the Airbnb game. Too. I, I tried it and I had five people, like five nights, three yeah. people, five nights. It was fine. I was really surprised at how easy it was to get on Airbnb. Right. Like, I don't know if it's, the qualifications are different if it's a separate house versus if it's a room, because I was just doing a room, but it was yeah. very easy. All right, Maybe? guys. I'm going to go pick up Graham. Go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is all okay. the time I got, guys. Uh, Thanks, Alex. You yeah, okay, thank you, guys. You Appreciate you. Awesome. No, I will be picking up Graham. You guys continue the conversation, and I will be right back. Thanks, Alex. A lot of people are worried with Swimply, like the liability, of course. Like, what if somebody drowns in your pool? I'm worried about Airbnb and the liability. Yeah, it definitely, I have insurance for that. Just liability insurance. You have to in the city of Palm Springs, they mm. make you. So there's a lot more rules in Palm Springs than probably here or most places, really. Mm -hmm. So actually setting up the Airbnb listing is so easy and simple, but... If you are somewhere that has, like the city has regulations, then your listing is illegal. But I bet here there aren't really any. Yeah. they're I don't know. Well, okay. So actually, technically, Airbnb isn't even legal in Las Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be passed and it will be made legal in like a couple months. But yeah. they're also not because well, the entire economy in Las Vegas revolves around like hotels mm -hmm. and like visitors. So, so like, they probably are trying to lobby. Yeah, for, absolutely. Yeah. So Airbnb is going to be legal in a couple of months but when they do make it legal yeah. i heard what what it's going what's going to happen is uh you're only going to be able to have five listings that's kind of a lot it is a lot but i, I was also wondering it's like if you're doing rooms then five rooms isn't that much but i heard no. it was just five listings in total so whether that be a room whether that be like a, a guest unit or a full mm -hmm. house it's like you can only have five which yeah. is also like not super motivating if i was planning on getting into the airbnb game knowing that like i'm capped at five yeah i mean you could always get one or two here and then get some in other places yes yeah, true i kind of like that idea because then you could have a like a mountain yeah your own place, place to stay as well yeah yeah i like the idea of that like having i mean i think it'd be really cool to have five different airbnbs like one where you can go skiing one near a beach the desert one it's hard to get them in major cities though because that's, that's where you run into all the rules yeah, and I like, actually like yeah. that idea a lot. Right, it'd be cool. Because then you get travel for free. Yeah, I found I actually spend a lot less money too on like a vacation because I just go to Palm Springs now mm -hmm. and the house is free essentially mm -hmm. for me. So that's kind of a nice perk to it. It's like if you already own a bunch of Airbnbs, you're not really going to care as much to go travel somewhere yeah. else. Like you probably will a little bit, but it you don't like have that craving as much. See, that sounds lovely. When I was yeah. renting out a room in my house, I was like having random people come and stay with me. Yeah, what which, was like, it like? I, I wasn't a huge fan. I, I really, I gotta be honest, I hated yeah. it. Yeah, like people coming and staying, that was fine. And the people were really nice and amicable and we got along just fine. Mm -hmm. But 
the second people that stayed, uh, like they requested early check-in and late checkout, and I granted it to them, you know, but like at the same time, I was like, okay, this is not a good sign. And then between the time of checkout and late checkout, the extra hour or two that I gave them, this girl brought over her ex-boyfriend and he smoked a cigarette in my room. Oh, what? And I was in like, your room? They went in your room? No, 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 room? not my room. Oh, but the, the, oh, okay, No, yeah. in their room. In, yeah, 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 yeah. that's still weird though. Yeah, I know. And it was in between the t- like extra time that I gave them. It was in that hour. Right. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then after yeah. that, I was like, okay, I don't want to rent to anyone else. And uh, I was, I tried to turn off instant book. Apparently I didn't. And I got instant booked like the Another? next day. Oh, yeah. God. And then that person recognized me. Oh, and that, that made be kind of, the whole situation yeah. a little unique. You know what I yeah. mean? Because obviously you have to watch what you say and do like around anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. If they're, you know, just like, I don't know, staying at your house, but especially if they know who you are, then yeah. you're like, okay, I really have to like, you know, totally. do my best behavior. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would be nervous to rent out just a room. Yeah. I had an old roommate who said that she did that mm-hmm. when she was in college and it paid for her whole rent. Like she did it when one of her roommates moved out early mm-hmm. and then she just rented a room and most of the people were fine, but it was on rare was occasion. Like you get someone it. that's just like crazy. Yeah. I think that's true. Like I haven't had any terrible Airbnb guests, but there was one kind of difficult one and I feel like that's just sort of bound to happen. Mm-hmm. And so it's way more invasive if it's your, like your own house. Mm-hmm. Like for the Palm Springs house, if something breaks in it, I'm kind of like detached. I'm like it's fine. We'll just get something else. Yeah, you have a property manager and everything. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like a business. Like it doesn't feel like my personal stuff. Like if yeah. something really bad happens to it, I'd just be like, well, it's fine. We'll just get another. So. Hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about the Airbnb stuff more, but I I'm know. like, I'm just thinking like Graham will want some of the conversation. I know. Here. Yeah. That's like, I, I'll ask part. you random, uh, random questions. Okay. Okay, cool. Who are your biggest mentors in your life? Like the people that you idolized and what were your biggest takeaways from them? Hmm. This is a tough one. Cause I feel like I haven't had a lot of like, uh, traditional, like, Oh, this is my mentor or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe with, you could say idols, people that yeah. just you learned a lot from. It could even be like a random YouTuber that taught you a lot. I'll always have a few channels where I'm like, whoa, I really like their editing Mm -hmm. or like. So that's a lot of what you take away when you consume YouTube is like the style of. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just like the fonts people use, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, have you seen Johnny Harris's videos? They're so good. The editing. It's like he was a journalist for Vox. Mm -hmm. And so they're just very professional. And I feel like I've accidentally stumbled into like almost making like journalistic style videos like mm-hmm. documentary style yeah, yeah so i saw his and i just thought it was really cool that he's like an actual journalist youtuber because mm-hmm. there well, haven't really been much of that it's like people making videos but they wouldn't be considered actual journalists and i think that he actually is mm-hmm. like you would consider him one so his videos are really cool um i'm trying to think i mean when i was it doesn't have younger, to be youtube related yeah yeah i guess just like coaches that I had doing gymnastics and stuff growing up my brother also I have an older brother and he's always had just a very strong work ethic that inspired me to work harder probably than if I didn't have a brother like I feel like he'd be very much like get good grades and my Mm -hmm. parents are kind of chill about it like Mm -hmm. they're like you know it's fine but my brother would be like you should really like try in school you should try give it a good effort (laughs) Yeah. yeah so yeah I would say that um Yeah, I'm trying to think. Or even I went to Orange Coast College when I first moved to California. And the teachers there were very, like, I guess, 
they were they just like were very helpful because the classes are really small it's a community college mm-hmm. and they could have easily been sort of i don't know go the traditional film route like transferred to chapman or usc or one of those film schools but they were like what you're doing is great like really we're pushing for youtube because they were seeing the future of it back in like 2014 mm-hmm. when a wow. lot of people thought what is this mm-hmm. still like is this really a job and so that was really helpful because they taught me a lot about how to actually shoot better and edit better and all of that and we're just really encouraging rather than being like this stuff isn't good. Like they, I don't know. I thought going into it, they would think YouTube was kind of silly and like not that good, but they were like the biggest hype people. That's crazy. Especially back in 2014, like you said, when like everyone, there was a huge stigma on YouTube. And I mean, there still is. It's like, Oh, you can make money off of that. That's Mm -hmm. still what everyone says. But at the same time, it's like, especially back then. Right. And I don't know. I just thought it would seem like embarrassing to like a more legit, like film thing, but they were all about it. So that was really cool. And, like, some of them were, like, oh, I remember one teacher connected me to someone to try and get a job at, like, CBS or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was CBS, yeah. But, obviously, I just do YouTube. So, that has worked out. I've never done, like, a regular job. Never? Never. You've never, like, worked at a restaurant? No. You've never I really wanted retail? to. When I was younger, I really wanted to work at Starbucks, like, up the street. But your parents just... didn't let you or what? Well, I was 14, so you couldn't well, yet. Well, that makes sense, yeah. And I just started making videos then. So by the time I was the age where you could get a normal job, it would have been like a pay cut from YouTube. Like, it would have been less. That's crazy. Right? Do you feel like there's a part of you that's, like, missing since you never got to experience, like, kind of like, like 9 to 5 I wish or something I like had. that? Yeah, and a lot of people are like, trust me, you don't want to, but I kind of wish I knew for myself. Yeah. I thought about it's doing It's just a, a life video. experience at the end of the day. Yeah, totally. And I, I liked having structure and all of that. Like, I kind of liked being in school when I was in school. Like, yeah. I wasn't one of those people who really hated it. But I, I do prefer kind of just doing my own thing. I think there is, like, a reason a lot of 9-to-5 jobs are the way that they are because it kind of works, right? You know how a lot of people want to work for themselves so that they don't have to work as much or can work weird hours? Mm-hmm. But then you find when you do work for yourself, you probably work more or you stick to nine to five hours anyway. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of stick to that because if you don't, you're still going to get emails or whatever it is when you're not working or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it just gets like confusing if you don't stick to it, I think. Um, It's just so silly. It's like when I was working at like an actual job, like I was a busboy at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. it's like I would do anything to be like an entrepreneur working my own schedule, like, you know, doing whatever I want with all my free time. But now it's like, you know, I've been doing it for like two, three years now. And now I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I just want like a structured like nine to five even like that sounds amazing right now. As silly as that seems like clocking in and clocking out. Yes. Sometimes it does seem nice to be able to go somewhere and then just. And do you want what you can't have? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So I don't know. People are probably watching and they're like, shut up. Like you do. I know. I I probably sound so ridiculous saying that, but it's just so hard to stay structured and to like, like, for example, like five comes around. A big part of it is like knowing how to turn off the work brain. And it's Mm -hmm. like five comes around and it's like things always come up after five. And it's like, you know, seven, say you want a hard deadline at seven stuff comes around at eight. Graham will text me at nine. Hey, what do you think about this thumbnail? And then I spend, Mm -hmm. you know, some time thinking about the thumbnail or whatever. Yeah. Little things like that. Yeah. I always try to like when the sun is down, I really don't want to work on anything 
because I feel like, yeah. So like in the winter, it's a little earlier, but it's like actually just the way that I work, I find I'm not even like my brain is not fresh anymore. I'm not even doing a good job at things once I'm kind of tired. Like I'm very much a morning person. So I'd rather wake up early and get everything done and then have the afternoon to chill or work Mm -hmm. out or whatever. That makes sense. How's your like work-life balance right now? How many, how many hours do you work per week? What's your team oh, like? Whoa. Lately, it's my work-life balance has been a lot more life than work, okay. I would say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because basically I've been like sort of a nomad. Like I put all my stuff in storage. Yeah. And then I've done a couple month-long Airbnbs. And whenever I do that, I'm able to like get in a routine and work on a lot of videos. But this last week has been more of just like, bouncing around so i get a good amount of editing done but anytime you have to go to the airport and like do all of that you end up wasting so many hours just like in the car yeah yeah walking through the airport and it's kind of exhausting too like once you get there i always want to like rest a little bit so i haven't been working as much but i have so much stuff still to edit and i feel like i've still had the same output somehow um but I actually just signed a lease for an apartment. And so I think once I get back into a routine, it'll be much more structured. So I really don't even know how many hours I would consider I've worked, honestly. Hmm. But not as probably half as much as I usually do in the last month, just from like traveling around. But yeah, still but you're still maintaining. Recording. Yeah. Still. That's the thing that I've realized is it's like it's very easy to maintain. And mm-hmm. it's very easy just to like keep whatever you have been doing going forever and like you can do let's say 90 percent of what you usually do with like you know 30 percent of the time allocation yeah it's just like it's so there's so much time that's wasted it's like parkinson's law kind of it's like the job will take as long as the amount of time that you give to do the job yeah i know i've thought a lot about that because i do go the extra mile when i have more time Mm -hmm. or when i'm in a routine but also sometimes it just doesn't matter that much. Going the extra mile can take like, you know, 200% of the amount of time you wanted to, yeah. it to take. For and then all of a sudden it's shot. like, is it really worth it? Yeah, I know. I've thought about that because it'll be like for one shot. Yeah. And if you have to drive 20 minutes to go get it and whatever. Yeah. So I used to do that a lot more, but lately I've been like, okay, I can repurpose an old yeah. shot. Like it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, I do that kind of thing. Hmm. But you have your own YouTube channel now, right? Hardly. Yeah, yeah I oh, do. Really? No, I mean, I have I have <laughs> okay. two videos posted. I have two videos in the works right now. <clears throat> There's been this one video that was a complete monster to edit. It was like seven hours of raw, nearly eight actually, what, hours what of raw footage. It? So I walked to St. George, Utah for a Tinder uh, date. Oh my God. Yeah, and I walked straight into the Tinder date after like, you know, five, Just five days of walking. Yeah. I mean, that's like a Mr. Beast type of title, I feel like. Yeah, like, I feel like, I you know, it's kind of an exciting thing. But yeah. it's it's so hard to edit that style of video when I'm so used to, like, editing other types of videos, such as reaction videos and, like, yeah. random stuff like that. It's just it's very technical. I'm not a great technical editor, yeah. but I'm good at keeping rhythm and keeping pacing and stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. It's yeah. always nice to have a video where you know... All you really have to do is cut out the dead space and add some music and titles. Yeah. Like those are sort of fun to edit. Whenever I edit my main channel videos, I'm like, oh my God, it's like doing a puzzle. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, where should I put this? I end up changing everything. So sometimes it's like, I'd rather just edit a vlog because they're so easy. They're like so those are easy. actually really fun to edit. Yeah. But main channel stuff, unless I just shot footage that I'm like so excited to use because it turned out really good. Yeah. Then I can be a little bit like daunted with Hmm. that 
Yeah, I feel that. This entire project has been so daunting. Like I filmed yeah. it like nearly two months ago and I've just been sitting on it. Yeah. And I've edited like a decent amount of it. Like we brought down the eight hours to 40 minutes or mm. 35 minutes. But at the same time, it's just like, oh my, every time I open up the timeline, I just look at it. I'm just like, this is going to be like six hours and I'll get a minute I done. Know. You know? That's, I mean, that's how I felt with that. I showed you guys that OnlyFans yeah. documentary. Yeah. And I still haven't posted that because it's the same thing. So much footage. You but don't when are you going to do it then? That's the thing. I, I I'm asking myself the same question. So it's not, know. Like, you know what I mean? I know. I mean, I have a cut that's pretty much done, yeah. but I need to like go add little things. But every time I go to open it, it takes like literally 20 minutes to even open the file. Oh, just to render it? Yeah, because it'll have missing clips. So I have to relink everything. Yeah. And that whole process takes a while. So it's not something I'm going to like real quick, like open my laptop and get a little bit of editing done. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're going to need like a four hour block to work yeah. on this. And then with like every, I've just found this year, there's been so many like brand stuff, like things that just come up and I end up not prioritizing it when, I don't know, I really want to get it out there. But yeah. yeah. That's been the exact same story with yeah. me and the, the Tinder video. It's yeah. just so much. Yeah, it's hard. Because you still, I mean, you work on the podcast. Do you still work with Graham? Yeah, it's, I mean, in? pretty much like I will say, a lot of my responsibility is the podcast. And then I hired out a lot of the stuff that I was doing. So Graham still like sources his work or like the, you know, the production of certain channels through me, but then I just source that through someone else. Hi. And I kind of like am quality control, making sure that like the standards are still hit, the deadlines are still hit. And it's actually, I found it more profitable for us. I mean, Graham's oh, costs yeah. have stayed the exact same. I have like so much more time on my hands and I'm able to allocate, you know, to other things where it's like, I'm not editing, let's mm -hmm. say where like maybe my, my time value is like, you know, a wage, like 30 bucks an hour, 40 bucks an hour, something like that. And I can go do something that, you know, find another sponsor or yeah. try to scale on TikTok or something like that. Yeah. What do you do with now the more free time? Honestly, play ping pong, play a lot of ping pong. Yeah. It's, it's That's bad. Fun. Yeah. It's fun. I love it. I'm yeah. having a great time. I'm just critiqued by Graham a lot. Okay. I'm very yeah. pro having hobbies. I feel Me like too. people don't have as many hobbies because everyone's like working all the time. Yeah. But now that I found I can... Even like, I feel like I could work like very few hours in a week and it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. But then I do like get excited about a video and I want to more. Yeah. But it's just not that fulfilling if you are constantly working and you just like have nothing else. Like I feel like you end up getting bored of whatever. And you get better is. at working when you work less. Yeah. It's like if you work less, I found a positive ROI on that. As silly as it may seem. But like the time that I do now spend working, it's like I'm getting done like five times as much work as I was in an hour now than I was back in the day when I was doing all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and, and this is like a, a big qualm or gripe that Graham and I have with each other. It's like, Graham's like, yeah, you got to work more. And it's like, I've been in the trenches and I've, I've done the thing where like yeah. you work like ridiculous amount of hours every week for, you know, a year or two straight. And I hated it and I yeah. wasn't getting that much done. And it's a personality type that can do it that can like work all the time and like they really do actually love it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's not everyone. It's not a lot of people mm -hmm. probably, but like I still feel guilty if I'm not working like yeah, me too. a lot me too. just cause it's kind of how our society is at, like working mm -hmm. all the time. But 
yeah, I don't know. I feel like it can be helpful to not a little There's bit. There's a lot track. of pressure to just work a lot. And I'm not like anti-work at all, like mm. at all. I love working, but especially being in this environment when you're around like people that are like, I'm building this new vertical. I'm coming out with my own chocolate bar and stuff like that. And it's like, oh my God, like everyone's doing so much. And then you look at yourself and you're like, well, I have another podcast episode, I have two more sponsors and you're just doing the same thing and you're maintaining. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's disheartening, you know? I try to keep the perspective that like, you know, working right now and gaining money and wealth or whatever, it's like, that's all it means to an end. So mm. it's like, you have to remember that like, are you working to get more money to have more free time? You know what I mean? It's like, what if you can have a good balance right now? What if you can enjoy your, you know, your money right now or your free time right now? So, right. I know. I think a lot, I, f- I feel like a lot of people can, but don't let themselves Certainly, sometimes yeah. for good reason to like, maybe you're really working to like set up yourself later, but there are people who like, they have more than enough for the rest of their life even. Mm-hmm. And they're still just working like so much. Some people just, they just like working, you know, Mm -hmm. some people like entrepreneurship and stuff like that. I love entrepreneurship and I like working a lot, but I like working when I feel like the time that I am spending working is like actually doing something. And I don't want to add more work on when I feel like it's just redundant work or it's work that isn't important. I want to try to find something first that I feel like, okay, I have an impact with this work and then I can go head first into that. Right. But I'm not going to try to force it and just work to no reason. Just doing it for the sake of staying busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've totally done that before. Just been like, I should be doing something productive right now. Like, and then you don't do anything productive. Yeah. It's just like, Kind of, I don't know. It would be more productive <laughs> to sit and to think and just to go for a walk and enjoy your time, yeah. I feel like, you know? Actually, going for walks, I come up with the, like, I think a lot of good ideas doing that. But it's easy to forget, too, because, like, in a lot of cities, you don't, you have to, like, intentionally go walk. Like, mm-hmm. I think the only, maybe, I'm sure there's more, but, like, if you're in New York, you're walking all the time. Hmm. And I feel like it gives you more energy and I think more ideas. I just kind of enjoy it. Like that's something I've realized. Yeah, I love walking. That was, yeah. I mean, that was a huge portion of like the whole walking to Utah thing. Oh, yeah. Because like. You already like it. Yeah. I, I love walking. Yeah. And, and I thought, oh, well, I can combine walking and film a video about it and it has to be clickable. So I'll walk into a Tinder date. And I'm like, well, it all works out. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you on that. And there's also a study that was done that shows that forward momentum that you create when you're walking, it creates like forward thinking. It's weird. So like if you're moving forward, then your brain can think in some, I don't know, more effective way or something like that. And there were studies that were done on that. So that's what Graham and I used to do when we lived in Santa Monica together. We would go for walks every single day and we would be thinking about like video ideas, topics, like how we can grow Mm -hmm. and scale the business and stuff like that while we were walking because it was more effective that way. I know I've heard of, I forget who it is, but different like successful people that do walking meetings only walking meetings. yeah it's like instead of meeting for coffee like they'll go on a walk with someone that's smart it's like the meeting yeah because i feel like it kind of gets your brain thinking differently mm-hmm. how does it make you feel when you see another video titled millionaire reacts shelby church something 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 money um because we've done like at this point 10 of them maybe oh really I've okay so I definitely, I don't know. i've seen some where i'm like wait that video wasn't even new like you guys must have found it and you're like oh we should react to this yep. one and i'm like yeah. that one's so old um okay i used to get i mean the first time i ever saw one i was like what the heck like what what did he say you know like i thought we were chill. <laughs> yeah, now you're just used yeah. to it uh, and then yeah but watching it he never says anything like that mean yeah, yeah. what does he say that is mean though I don't remember because I haven't watched one in a long time. That's, I that's should good. react to his reaction or whatever. Should you? I think I was, I, I recorded that a long time ago, but I never uploaded it. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes 
the thumbnails are out of hand. I think yeah. I told him that once. I was like, they're they actually crack me up. I'm like, how do you guys even think of this? Yeah. Like his head exploding. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's like, whoa, really clickbaity, but it does work. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Graham likes to take a positive situation and in the, the packaging of the video, spin it in a bad way. Which like it works. Unfortunately, yeah. that's I mean, people, what like, gets the clicks. Always click on like fear stuff. Yeah. Well, that's because it's a very easy emotion to trigger. Yeah. It's like one of the reasons why I feel like Shane Dawson's whole like docuseries did well is because like they were all rooted in like being scary and like it's such mm -hmm. an easy emotion to elicit. And for an audience and for creator, one of the most powerful things you can do is to get the, the viewer feel some sort of like actual emotion, whether that be like rage, even towards yourself to the creator, mm -hmm. rage or sadness or fear. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, his thumbnails do get me because I'm like, wait, like. The housing market is going to burst. Like. Yeah. And then you click on it. And it's like the housing market's doing super well, guys. Yeah. Make sure you dollar <laughs> like, cost average what? in. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not like total clickbait where you click on the video and it's about something totally different or like, Sometimes you know, it yeah. we, we, we really try to border that, you know, I feel like people still get something out of it though. Yeah. If they are interested in personal finance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, I think it would be totally different if. The content he was didn't just deliver. like pushing like sketchy tactics. That's exactly yeah. my logic behind it too. It's like, well, if you have to clickbait, it's fine because we're yeah. teaching people good things. I think so too. I think it's like a net positive. Yeah. What you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Does he run out of video ideas or like? All the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Like, like literally to the point of being like, all right, Jack, I have no idea what to talk about. There's nothing going on in the markets. I've checked every single website. I've looked at Reddit, CNN, like everything nothing i can't find anything and i'm like well let's just think and then we just think sometimes not so much as you know as much as we used to when we lived together but like yeah we would just think like well can you make a video about this oh, i've already done that four times all right let's go to the next one he come up yeah. with another idea it's hard to just be like okay i'm just gonna think of ideas i feel like i come up with like yeah. 10 bad ones and then maybe one good one where i'm like okay that yeah. could maybe work that's what Mr. Beast does. He has like... Oh, he just like sits and forces himself. So I think I heard somewhere. I don't remember exactly where it was from, but like people will provide uh, Mr. Beast with like a list of maybe, let's just say, you know, I, I, maybe I'm not, I'm not getting the numbers right, but like a hundred or so video ideas. And he just goes through every single one of them and then circles like five of them. And wow. then from those five, they weed it down to like, you know, one or two. Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually did a video where I hired someone on Fiverr to like write the video idea for me. And I hired a few different people. So I hired one person to come up with video ideas for me. And it was really interesting to see what they came up with. And they would have reasons for it. They're like, this is pretty searchable, but it was really random stuff like how to make a campfire, like things that were just like, wait, I don't think that would fit on my channel. Yeah. But it it's helpful, I think, to have someone have a fresh set of eyes and look at it mm -hmm. me and my friend were talking about how we want to do like a creator retreat like everyone goes and stays at a cool airbnb or something and we're assigned to think of like five video ideas for each person's channel yeah. and then present them one night so everyone can hopefully come away with some cool ideas that would be awesome right it would be i think it would be helpful and like productive yeah that would be fantastic yeah something like that but I hate organizing that stuff. Yeah, it's that's always the worst. Yeah. Do you strictly budget? No. Not at all. I mean, I probably should, but I really don't. Because I just, I don't know. I spend definitely less, like much less than I'm making. But I don't really budget it out like that crazy. Mm -hmm.
I'm a firm believer in like budgets are generally good for people, but at the same time, it's like the best budget that you can potentially have is just to not have expensive taste. So mm -hmm. it's like, I don't budget for myself because I know that like, I, I know that sounds so ridiculous. I got this for free. This one right here, it, it looks like an expensive shirt. I got it for free. The watch was an investment, but mm -hmm. I don't have expensive taste. So it's really easy for me to like not have a budget and not be in a, a hole. Me you too. Know? Like I've always been more of a saver than a spender. Yeah. And so I trust that I'm never really like going over that because I'm, I'll still be like weirdly cheap about things that where it doesn't even make sense sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like adding avocado to something that I'm I won't do it either. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I won't, but a lot of times I will. But like it's like a $2 add on. And then I won't blink about like hiring someone to get like, footage for three hundred dollars yeah. or whatever yeah yeah but it's different it's hard to budget too when you're making videos and you have all these business expenses like i don't know sometimes i'll be shooting and i'll buy lunch for whoever's helping me shoot mm. but i feel like that's just reasonable thing to do yeah so yeah that whole hard. avocado thing is so funny because i was out i was out at uh it was actually during the walk where we swung by a, a subway it was me and um my brand manager <clears throat> And, uh, and I didn't add avocado and he was like, Jack, why didn't you have a, a, avocado? Like, I know you like it. And I said, well, you know, it was an extra dollar. And he's like, why'd you get the sandwich that you got? And I was like, it was the cheapest sandwich on the, like the menu. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's so silly because like for $2 extra, I could have got avocado or maybe I could have got a better sandwich, but it's like those expenses are the hardest ones. But like other random stuff, I, I, I totally agree with you. It's like, I don't know the stuff for the house. It's like, I'll spend, you know a grand on random stuff. Like I just yeah, spent a thousand dollars for speakers for my car. Yeah. It's like, it's so like, it, it doesn't work, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I know. don't know why those tiny expenses are so challenging. I know. But then, yeah, I know. I feel the same thing. Like I spent so much on the Palm Springs Airbnb mm -hmm. that it almost made me feel like, Oh, it's okay to spend this much. I'm like, wait, no, no, this is like yeah. for something. Yeah. <laughs> and it will pay off. But yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I feel like budgeting is, yeah, obviously good if you need to, but it's kind of like, I don't, I just, ugh, I'm like, I don't like it. I don't want to like live my life that way. It also takes a lot to. of time. Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes it not fun. So what do you spend your money on? Is it mostly experiences or is it material things? Lately, it's just a lot of travel, like mm -hmm. a lot of Airbnbs, airplane tickets, like going out to dinner, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I like never buy clothes because I can't I'm like living out of a suitcase yeah. the last six months so like occasionally I will but I just it makes me not want to buy clothes because I don't want to have to deal with them like yeah. I just ha only have so much space mm -hmm. which I think is kind of a good thing um but I definitely spend a lot of money just on things for videos or like a lens like I recently bought a lens that was like a thousand dollars and that was a thing where I just was like, oh, I need this. Like, I, I didn't even think twice about it. Yeah. But obviously way more expensive than like a $2 add-on avocado. Yeah. But because it's for a video, it feels just justified. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I feel like it's a lot on travel, more on experiences. Yeah. yeah. Or like setting up the Airbnb. That was definitely like what I spent the most money on. So furniture, stuff like that, which was kind of a fun way to like satisfy wanting to buy material things yeah but it's justifying for a it business. by a business yeah like it still was fun and it felt like i guess yeah it's still technically like my stuff but it made it so i didn't you don't really have the attachment to it stuff. yeah yeah so i feel like 
putting all my stuff in storage made me have like a lot less attachments to things in general. Mm -hmm. Cause I thought I would even like miss having my own bed. But once it's like in storage, I didn't even think about it. I was like, Oh, I'm actually better sleeping all, all over the place than I was before. So why are I'm, I'm, I'm confused. So you're just traveling all over the place. Do you not have a, like a technically like a residence so right now? Basically I well now I do. I like mm. have an apartment in Seattle, but I have to go set it up when I get back from this next trip. Cause I'm, cause I'm kind of sick of it, honestly. But yeah. I, my like lease was up in LA and I was looking at other places and they just didn't even feel worth it. Like it was when all the rents were going up probably like 20% from what they were the previous yeah, year yeah. because all the COVID deals, they like want to make their money back from that. So I would tour these places and be like, I just am not excited to pay $3,000 a month for this. Like it just doesn't even feel worth it. And I had been in LA for like eight years, but I didn't really know where I wanted to go. So I like was able to get um, like a storage company to let me store my stuff for free for four months. So I was like, why Wait, not why? try How? this? Just putting it in a video. Oh. Um, so yeah, I was like, why not try it? One of my friends was going to be in New York for a month anyway. I'll start there and go for the month. And it was really fun. Like I really wanted to move to New York after that. But then touring places in New York, I was like, this is like, it feels like a scam. Oh, is it the that amount, expensive? Yeah, like the amount you pay. I just posted a video touring some places. So these were like prime locations this broker showed me. So you can find a nice place in like Brooklyn or like the financial district. Places that are maybe a little less inconvenient, but still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he showed me like the prime location. So of course, they're going to be like way more expensive. And it was like $5,000 a month no washer and dryer in the unit like they weren't even really that nice like the inside wasn't that nice either no like it was fine it was still like kind of nice but not compared to what you can get literally anywhere else and that's like a mortgage of like a million dollar house when you think about it like that you're like this is crazy and then also in new york you pay way more in taxes Mm -hmm. right and so that together i was like whoa why do people do this yeah like i get it it's like a really amazing city but when you really look at like exactly how much you're paying to live there it's crazy i'm like i don't know i'd rather just visit i guess so you landed on seattle yeah why seattle because i'm from there and i haven't lived there since i like moved eight years ago i've never really lived in the city i Mm -hmm. lived in a suburb when i grew up there um and so I think it'll be cool. It's way cheaper. There's no state income tax there. Mm-hmm. Um, I found an apartment that I actually am excited about and that's <laughs> like nice. So that was part of it. It's just being like, okay, this is a place I actually want and I feel worth paying yeah. for than ever else. But I feel like I'm going to miss the good weather of California. Mm. So I'm like, I don't know. I'll try Seattle. Maybe it'll be fine because I can go to Palm Springs from time to time. But yeah. I'm like... Yeah, just try it out no. for a little bit. Right. My brother lives in Seattle. He likes it. Oh, yeah. And iDubs is moving to Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. It's very nice in the summer. So it's like going into the summer will be awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think the winter I might be like, okay, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah, it's very gloomy. Yeah. And that wraps up Jack Chat. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for tuning in. Thank you, Shelby, for yeah. being my first ever guest to Jack Chat. And, Happy uh, to. Yeah. Uh, get your free stock down below in the description using sign Graham's affiliate link. Group. Sign up for the mentorship group. Shelby, shout out what you want to shout out. Tell people uh, what's up. Um, you can go check out my main channel, Shelby Church. 
if you've never seen it, go check it out. So thank you so much for coming on, Shelby. It's great seeing you. It's the third time you've been on the podcast. Yeah. We Thanks appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks I also appreciate me. you getting your free stock down below in the description when you sign up for Pelicans using the code Grant because that's worth all the way to two thousand dollars. Yes. Go fast Get to say that. that. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. Thank you. Sweet. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for making Always. it work.